Divorce is on the rise in Saudi Arabia after the quarantine uncovers many polygamous husbands. And Looney Tunes cartoons gets rid of the guns for its modern relaunch, but dynamite and swords are still allowed. Don't make homemade license plates while the DMV is closed is also the final story on today's Weird AF News for Monday. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm your host, Jonesy, as I pound my chest. Can you hear it? Yeah. Leading you out of the weekend into the beginning of a week with some weird stories from around the world. I hope you're okay with that. That's good. Let's do it. You're listening to Weird AF News with your host, Jonesy. So listen up. Divorces are on the rise in Saudi Arabia after the quarantine uncovers many polygamous husbands. Divorces in Saudi Arabia have risen by 30% after the quarantine during the coronavirus pandemic caused many wives to discover that their husbands had other wives and in some cases other families. Oh my goodness, that's just bad news. It's bad enough you're, you're living in a pandemic and then you discover that your husband has six kids with someone else. Maybe two other people. You have you have seven, eight kids with two other ladies? Mmm, rough stuff here. It was hair-raising in general when the number of divorces during the month of February took a big jump, about 7,500. That's a 30% increase in the request for divorces and what's called Kula, K-H-U-L-A, which is the Islamic process in which a woman can divorce her husband. It was also noted that the majority of the women who requested divorces from their polygamous husbands were employees, businesswomen, prominent women in the community, and female doctors, a.k.a. Miss Independent. You go, girl, over in Islam, those Islamic countries. Yeah, I love to see women take the power back, you know. Traditionally, these uh, these cultures just treat their women like shit. And so I love it. I love it. If your husband has eight wives and 27 children, yeah, divorce his ass. Please, please. Polygamy, unfortunately, is a thing over there. Uh, polygamy is the practice of taking more than one wife. It's legal in the religion of Islam, which is really stupid. And its legal status differs between Muslim-majority countries. While it is legal in the Gulf Arab states, it is illegal in other countries, such as Turkey and Tunisia. It should be, Ill- it should be illegal across the board, in my opinion. This is ridiculous. The practice has been subject to debate and labeled as a women's rights issue. You know what's sad about that is that the practice is subject to debate. How? How is that a debate? You can have more than one wife, you nut. <laughs> Please. Hey, you know, women, I feel so bad for women that were, you know, born in an Islamic nation. Like, it's just a shame. Ladies, ladies, come to America, please. We'll take you. We'll totally take you. Are you a doctor? Lady doctors, please come on over. (laughs) Please. We open our arms to you. Okay. Well, I tell you, you know, the quarantine is uncovering so many, so many things. And and, and divorces are up because you're stuck with somebody. You quarantine with somebody that you... (laughs) All those little things that you never said to them are now being said. You're like, you know what? I just got to tell you something. I've always wanted to tell you. I hate the way you eat Rice Krispies. It's it's just deplorable behavior. I can't sit here and watch you eat cereal anymore. No, it's not happening, Catherine. <laughs> what happened, Catherine? Oh, you divorced me over the way I eat cereal. It's ridiculous. I blame it on the quarantine. Shit. Well, you know, a lot of us are uh, forced to spend a, uh, alone time with with somebody that we've, you know, maybe we haven't spent a lot of alone time with. Some of those behaviors are coming out that we've never seen before, you know?
Well, like, I didn't know you would you were into that. Yeah, yeah, I'm I do this. I'm into it, okay? We just never spent this much time together, Larry, so you never saw what I'm into, okay? Yeah. I'm into yodeling, okay? I'm taking some yodeling lessons over Zoom. Deal with it, Larry. Looney Tunes is going to be reissued on HBO, you know those cartoons. But there's going to be no more guns allowed. But still dynamite and swords are okay. There might be swords and explosives, but characters in the latest series of Looney Tunes cartoons have been banned from using guns. New episodes of this classic cartoon have been released for the launch of the HBO Max streaming service in the United States, hoping to introduce an entire new generation of fans to the adventures of Bugs Bunny and Friends. Well, I think you should just play the classic Bugs Bunny and Friends. They're great, man. I grew up with those cartoons, and they are so good. Uh, so well written, so well animated. The music is fantastic. The storylines are just wonderful. Bugs Bunny and Pals as a classic cartoon. I mean, can you get any better than that, really? Not, in my opinion. Well, this article says one staple of the original cartoon, which dates back to the 30s, was Bugs Bunny being hunted down by his nemesis, Elmer Fudd, who regularly chased him with shotguns and rifles. Yeah, that's right. Because Elmer Fudd was a guy that was hunting rabbits, okay? (laughs) That's what was going on. He's a hunter. You're going to take the guns out of his hand now? That's part of his character, dummies. He's not just willy-nilly trying to shoot anybody he comes across in his path. He's chasing a rabbit with a shotgun. He's a hunter. He's hunting rabbits. What are you talking about? But apparently, in response to continued incidents of gun violence in the United States, the animators of this cartoon have decided not to equip the characters with firearms in the new incarnation of the Bugs Bunny and Friends show. Executive producer Peter Braungart told the New York Times the show would still employ cartoony violence, quote-unquote, including the use of dynamite, but we're not doing guns anymore. Oh, that's just, that's not hypocritical at all, you know. (laughs) Peter Braungart yeah, we're going to blow up people, but, you know, no more pistols and such things. You know, that's just that's just crossing the line. We're going to use swords, scythes and explosives, but no more guns because we don't want the kids to think that there's violence in this world. <laughs> Stupid. This guy, uh, Peter, said that the move was part of a bid to modernize the cartoon, adding that, uh, quote, we're going through this wave of anti-bullying, you know, everyone needs to be friends. Everyone needs to get along. Well, then you don't know anything about storytelling, sir. Because, uh, yeah. Bugs Bunny was a rabbit living in the forest. The rabbit had an enemy called a hunter, a rabbit hunter. Yes, that's right. That's how storytelling works, okay? You have a main character and then you have an enemy. You have an obstacle. You have somebody trying to take down the main characters. Somebody who's putting obstacles in their place. That's the hunter. That's what's going on here. You're going to put Elmer Fudd in there with what? Huh? What are you going to equip him with? Okay? I, I don't love... I, you know what? I, I mean, I want everybody to get along in real life. But in, in the world of entertainment and fiction, there's nothing wrong with people not being friends. Okay? That creates conflict. Do you not know anything about creating a story, you dumbass? Conflict is what's fascinating to watch. It's no, it's no mystery why crime shows are the number one watched shows on television, you dumbass. 
It's because of conflict. Now, I'm not a big fan of crime shows. I'm a little tired of seeing guns wielded on every network television show. Really, and as an actor myself, I've been tired of it. Every time I audition for a TV show, hardly ever is it comedy. I'm always playing some character being questioned by the cops or a gun is being pulled on me. It's always violent television. You know, I love how all of a sudden we're like, you know what, we're going to just take the violence. There's just too much bullying and everyone needs to be friends. Really? Why don't you turn on Netflix? Why don't you see what the majority of the shows are on Netflix? Violence, man. Guns. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> you know? Whoo! The article says Looney Tunes is one of the many classic U.S. cartoons to have been updated to reflect modern sensibilities, with some shows having been littered with racial stereotypes and other offensive tropes when they originally aired. And that is very true. And I've seen some of those racially stereotypes and uh, some of the race, you know, uh, racism for sure, for sure. I've seen on some of those old school cartoons and I'm totally for taking those out. Uh, but I mean, you don't got to change them so much. I mean, they're just wonderful pieces of classic entertainment and they still hold up for the most part today. I mean, to, to take out some guns. I mean, do you think, you know, do you think what do you think is that that's going to accomplish? I mean, really? If you're going to leave the dynamite in there, it doesn't accomplish very much now, does it? <laughs> That's just my opinion. Call the show. Maybe you have a different opinion. Maybe you have kids that you want to introduce some of these Looney Tunes cartoons to. Are you okay with the classics or is it too violent for you? I'd love to hear from some parents. Call the show, 646-450-2012. Do not make... Homemade license plates while the DMV is closed, the sheriff wants you to know. Who is making homemade license plates? I love this. It's North Plains, Oregon. Well, apparently, a driver in North Plains, Oregon was pulled over recently for what you, you might call a DIY DMV, a do-it-yourself DMV job. A Washington County Sheriff's Office deputy snapped some photos of the person's Makeshift license plate. This is what it read. DMV closed. <laughs> yes. Oh, he made his own vanity plate. He made it out of wood, drew on it with paint. This is absolutely fabulous. I would so do something like this. DMV closed. There's your, there's your license plate, assholes. Under Oregon government, uh, Governor Kate Brown's Stay Home, Save Lives executive order, to combat the coronavirus pandemic. Check this out. Only six Oregon DMV offices are open in the entire state. How? That's a huge state. And they're only open by appointment only. Even in counties approved for phase one of reopening, DMV offices are still closed. How are they closed? I guarantee you, you go to some of these cities and it's like, you know, the massage parlors are open. Nail salons open. DMV, eh, closed. What the hell? One driver took matters into their own hands and crafted their own license plate in Oregon. I love it. I like when the citizens go, you know what? Screw you, government. I'm just going to do it on my own. Because you know what? The government is stupid and it lags behind everything. I mean, it's unbelievable how slow government gets things done. While the sheriff's office admits this driver got points for creativity, they ask others to please not do this on their own vehicles. Please don't make your own vanity license plates out of wood or plastic, or a paper towel, or anything else. <laughs> Don't print it out on your printer in a laminate. No, no, no. 
The sheriff's office actually says it's okay to leave your expired license plate on the car until the DMV reopens. Well, that's so nice of you, Oregon Police Department. Um, it's fascinating how many things are not open uh, and how many local government rules have been uh, switched up. You know, For instance, for a little bit during the pandemic, uh, street sweeping uh, was totally not in operation in the county of L.A., or the city of L.A., rather. And I didn't have to move my car from one side of the street to the other to make way for the street-sweeping machine, you know, which is really a pain in the ass, man. I got to get up certain mornings and move it to the other side of the street. It's just like a pain in the ass. And if I don't, I get a ticket that's like so much money. It's like 80 bucks, just out of control. In L.A., the, the parking tickets are just so much money, man. You, you lose your home over a parking ticket. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> it was like, I was going to pay the rent, but I got a parking ticket from L.A. for $75,000. So, yeah, that's what's happening. But yes, the government has been letting you off the hook for some of these things. But, you know, the street sweeping thing is back on in L.A., unfortunately. I don't know if the DMV offices are open or closed. I assume they are open. I don't know. But, you know, honestly, there's really no reason to not be open if you're the DMV. I mean, hello. You look at the businesses that are that are open. It's just ridiculous. What is your excuse for not being open? I mean, at the end of the day, if parking enforcement is still on, then the DMV should be open. That's just my opinion. I don't know. I'm drunk. What do I know? (laughs) Yay! Hey, everybody. What's up? This is Jonesy operating on three margaritas. I hope you're having a good time. Oh, it's so nice to be recording uh, Weird AF News for you following the weekend of madness. Uh, That was our lives, I'm sure. Hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday stories. A lot of people reached out to me. I even got a nice little review, and it has five stars, which are my favorite number of stars. It, it's called. It's from Rancorn. This is on iTunes. Hilarious. My husband and I love this podcast because Jonesy is hilarious. Weird news is usually interesting anyway, and Jonesy finds the best stories, then takes them to a new level with his comedic genius. Wow, I was called a comedic genius. Unbelievable. I'm getting a boner as I read this. Jonesy keeps promising that he's going to come hang out with all of his weirdos after the pandemic, and he's got at least two of us weirdos waiting to chill with him whenever he makes it to Michigan. Whoa, Michigan, slow down, Rancorn. Okay, that's a little far, all right? You're going to pay for the gas? (laughs) No, seriously, I should do a trip across the country. Oh, man, I'd love to hang out with some of you weirdos. I'll just crash on your goddamn couch if you make me some chili and feed me some Corona. Uh, Smoke me up, get me all liquored up, and I'm on your couch for the night. How about that? We can... uh, we can share our life stories. Uh, I'll do bonus episodes on everybody's couch. How about that? That sounds good. That sounds great. Uh, I also got a new Patreon. And this guy, Eddie, Eddie Ray, who just is unbelievable, man. This dude wrote me such a long, awesome email. I'm going to read some of it to you here. Here we go. Hey, Jonesy. Just wanted to give a shout out to the host of the only Daily Weird News podcast hosted by a comedian and say that I finally joined the Patreon. I started listening to the podcast a while ago and I thought, This is some good-ish right here. After about a few weeks in, you asked us if we were interested in Florida Fridays. I swear, I yelled, yes, so loud you heard me in Los Angeles, all the way from Jersey. Oh, my man, Eddie's from Jersey. Oh, I love Jersey. I love you, Eddie, from Jersey. He said, I'm a Florida survivor myself. (laughs) It's so funny. People from Florida, I'm a Florida survivor. Yes, you are. Yes, you definitely are if you got the hell out. He said, I lived in Tampa for 11 years. I love your show and haven't missed an episode since I started listening. You're the last podcast I listen to every morning with my wake and bake. It's called Coffee and Weed. Oh, what a great way to start the day. 
Wake and bake with some weird AF news. Nice job, Eddie. He said, I love your humor, your humor, your opinions, which are usually but not always the same as mine. The singing is great. And I'm excited to have the alligators from Iowa City. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm excited to have the Alligators Everywhere song. And I love the accents that you do. By the way, you killed it on Thursday's episode. The Boston accent. Love it. You even have the best fans call in. Michael, sorry for rambling, but I just thought you should be reminded reminded how awesome you are. Michael from Iowa City. That's right. He said, not just with the show, but with who you are, man. You have a beautiful heart and soul, and it shines brightly through the show. Even the voices in my feet like you. Even the voices in my feet like you. Oh, that's fascinating. Thank you for doing what you do, and I look forward to many more laughs. Peace and love, my dude. Sincerely, Edward Ray Brewster from uh, Perth Amboy, New Jersey. Wow, this is like one of the best emails I ever got, Eddie, man. You really touched me with this. Oh, God. I've had a few cocktails, and I'm just... (laughs) I get emotional when I hear from people like this. This is just wonderful, man. Um, to know that like I can make somebody's like touch somebody's day, you know, make people laugh. It's just like a, such a great feeling, and it's uh, and it's why why I do the podcast, you know. So uh, I'm so appreciative, Eddie. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. I mean, joining the Patreon, and thank you for writing that note. It just really touched me. It just really made my night. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Eddie. Um, you guys can join the Patreon too and send me an email if you want. Uh, my email, as everybody knows, is funnyjones at gmail.com. And the Patreon is patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And uh, you get, uh, like Eddie was saying, you get the Alligators Everywhere song and some other things on there. So it's pretty cool. You can download my comedy album, which Ashley just downloaded. I got a message from Ashley. Hope you enjoy that comedy album, Ashley. Uh, I recorded it a year ago and my comedy has evolved since then, but... I can't really do anything about it right now because there's no comedy shows. I can't I can't record a new thing. I want to record a new album, but I just can't get, you know, there's no shows. It's just a pain in my ass. Anyways, anyways, enjoy that extra stuff, Eddie. Thanks for joining the Patreon. You guys can do it too. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Support the show. Reach out to me on Instagram at Funny Jones, on Twitter at Funny Jones, and on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. And I'll see you, I'll see you all tomorrow. Give me a call. I love you guys, really. Well, 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 there are uh, Miss Maria Montanez Cologne. You don't have to go and bother the boys in blue to get someone to swing by. Well, hell, I'll give you my personal phone number. You just get in touch with Mr. Jonesy. He'll line that shit up for you. I apologize for my cussing there, Jonesy. I didn't mean to get out of line. I just get a little crazy sometimes when such a beautiful, beautiful flower, delicate flower as Miss Maria. <clears throat> Ooh, 58 years young. Don't you bother the fire department. Don't you bother them police. You just call your friendly neighborhood angry Florida man and he'll take care of you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> hey, Jonesy, come on now. Dr. Miami's just what you call an entrepreneurial spirit. After giving Botox in his garage, man. Hell, I've been giving... Liposuction at the drive-thru over at the uh, Wendy's for about, you know, six, seven years. Now, that's way before quarantine. I hook up the old Evan Rude to the Hoover. I ain't going to get specific on my dimensions on how I do it, but I make a, I make a small five, a small ten every once in a while. You know what I'm saying, brother. You got to keep it, got to keep it together, you know. You know, they call, they call him Dr. Miami. I, I be the physician from Pinellas Park. I know that don't rhyme, but physician starts with a P, and when I thought of that, I, I, I thought it might have rhymed. <laughs> Jonesy, Jonesy, Jonesy. Obviously, the naked man on the roof is what you call a committed 
sports entertainer. All right. Being from the great state of Florida, there's a big wrestling culture and and I, you know, pro wrestling's gone back quite a quite a few years. It's been every every type of imaginable uh, 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 thing that's going on, and, and you have to you have to find your niche. Now, I don't believe anyone's been a naked uh, man faking to be on ecstasy who jumps off of buildings and chases people into their children's room and rubs their clothes on them until you stop them with a shotgun. But nevertheless, a committed committed sports entertainer. <laughs> 